it's about finding that artist and then doing a collaboration with them. And I think that's like the perfect way for almost anyone to enter the Web3 space. I completely agree, like a thousand percent. I think too many mainstream artists overthink it. Um, and I think the best way, like you said, to get a stamp of approval is to sort of lock arms with those who are already doing really well in the space. Because just like Web2 streaming is a completely different beast, the same thing applies to Web3 music, right? Like mm-hmm. there's people who are doing really well in Web3 music that might not see the light of day in, in like across streaming platforms, for example, right? But they've built this like brand, they've built this virality, they've built a collector base and they've generated like hundreds of thousands of primary and secondary sales combined that someone new entering the space that maybe has clout in the streaming side of things might need to sort of latch onto to kind of fit in with the quote unquote cool kids of the web through music scene, right? Um, mm-hmm. And I think you're absolutely right. And we have yet to see another mainstream artist sort of latch on to, to that strategy. I think mainly because there's ego involved, there's pride involved. Um, but I guess what people don't understand that in, in crypto, it's like a, a level playing field. Like there are no rules. Like everybody's new here, right? And if you bring your clout and you try to use your clout, it will only get you so far in the traditional world if you try to apply it in crypto, right? And Absolutely. at some point, like authenticity is going to kind of like prevail and people are going to see like whether you're here for like the short term or the long term. Despite what happened with crypto.com and, and your opinion around that, like Stoop continuously showed up over and over and over again, right? And came through came through with consistency. And even now, introduced thir- his third drop. And he's probably as mainstream as it can come, right? A and legend. now doing he's also supportive Yacht Club. And the whole... Yeah, yeah. He killed it. He killed it. And he continues to, to kill it. Uh, he continues to reinvent himself, which is really, really impressive to see. Um especially as uh, as you kind of like join more and more industries, whether it be from like brand deals to acting to now crypto to 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 music to all of these different sectors. Yeah, we can we can go all day on Snoop. I want to I want to talk to you about free NFTs because you brought that up during Snoop's drop. And I think it's a great segue um, because you sort of experimented with free NFTs. It's something that I'm very vocal about. I've written a lot about. I've been talking a lot about on the podcast. Um I'd love to get your your perspective because I know you did a, a free NFT drop. You were the first artist, if I recall correctly, to do a free NFT drop on Sound.xyz. Um, it did really well. And the secondaries are actually like really, really popping and even like generated maybe like, I don't know if more, more value than they would have in the primary sale. But yeah, I'll just shut up. What What are your thoughts on free NFTs? Talk to me about that first drop that you did um, and we can just start there. Yeah, so the Freemint meta had just started, and um, David at Sound um, does a really good job of like hitting me up and asking me about like trends in the space. I remember at the time he was like, "What do you think about them?" He was like, "I think it could work for music," and I was like, "I'm interested to see because." Um, you know, you lose out on the primary. And I think one of my actual complaints about music NFTs and especially music NFT pricing is that we price at the max that people are willing to pay. And that kind of um, flattens the music secondary market. So if you think about like the secondary market of music outside of sound, there isn't one, right? Um, but the secondary market of art, there is. And I think that artists aren't pricing at the very edge of what people are willing to pay for something. And that's why. Um, and so, you know, I was just like, okay, let's, let's try it. I was like, I got a song. Let's try it. Like that was literally the conversation. And, um, 
And I was fine being the guinea pig. And as I thought about it more and more, I thought, okay, cool. This is an opportunity for community to happen. This is an opportunity for people who couldn't get in, especially on sound because of price, um, because that was still when NFTs were all 0.1 Ethereum um, on sound. Then they have an opportunity here. Um, I think it went super well. What one special story about that drop in specific is, um, the person who won the golden egg was, he was in NFTs for about two months. He won my golden egg and sold the golden egg for 0.7. So he got it for free, sold it for 0.75. Shouts out to Cooper. And, um, that 0.75 Ethereum was the money for him to fly from Germany to NFT NYC. I think it was his first time in America. He met me at the Wave World event and he, wow. and he was like, it was crazy. He met me at Wave World and he was like, dude, you're the whole reason I'm wow. here. And I was like, oh, dude, I'm pumped you came to see me. You know, like, oh, I didn't, you know, I didn't realize that that's what happened. And, <laughs> And, um, he was like, yeah, I sold, I sold your NFT that I had. And I was like, dude, I'm super pumped that you're able to make money from my work. And, uh, and he was like, yeah. And so I'm here. And I was like, well, you can't see me since you sold my NFT. So I got him and all his friends NFTs and they saw my Wave World set. And, um, and I didn't realize until like right before my set that he sold it to fly to America. And, um, and so like that story sits with me forever. It's definitely one of my like top web three stories. One of the greatest things that ha that's happened to me, like as an artist in general. And, uh, wow. and so like that made me believe in free mints because what happened was someone who didn't have the point one ETH to buy my NFT got to create this really special experience, not only for him, but for me. Like utility aside, like this is a truly special experience that two real people experience together. I even said like, um, one thing that's funny about me is like, I've never smoked weed in my life. I have long dreadlocks. Everyone thinks I smoke weed, but I've never smoked in my life. And, um, I told this, I was like, look, if I ever go on tour in Germany, I'll come smoke weed with you. And he's like super pumped and like, I'll probably end up smoking <laughs> with him because like he'll remember and like, I'll be like, okay, like this is my first time. So just laugh at me, I guess. So yeah. Dude, that's, that's hilarious. And it's not if you tour Germany, it's when you Absolutely. tour Germany. Right. Um, I'll, I'm a big believer in, in, in manifesting things into reality. Um, I think, uh, like Dave, you, you sort of nailed it. Like, the whole point of my opinion, okay, maybe a hot take, but I think uh, a ho the whole point, or at least a big part of sort of having these these mechanics and being uh, like being open to kind of like publicly selling your work and having secondary markets is so that collectors who support you can have the opportunity to make a buck, right, mm -hmm. and and make and make some type of financial sort of uh, yeah, I guess like uh, profit and in, in, in benefit that extends beyond just kind of enjoying you as a collector or as a creator, excuse me. Now I know people have controversial opinions and like maybe some platform founders don't even want there to be secondary volume around music NFTs because their whole bet is like this thing is designed to kind of reconnect fans and bring mm -hmm. them closer together and sort of like bridge the gap of, of uh, your, your, your biggest, most, most passionate listeners. But I think, um, I think, a lot of the fun comes when you're able to share and have experiences like that. And your, your fans are able to sort of like profit, right. And, uh, gain value beyond just like the music that they enjoy from you specifically. Right. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, I think you nailed ahead, like, like being very cognizant of how you price your things and allowing the secondary market to kick in and, and, and sort of like consume some of that value as well and enjoy that value. Well, just like play like so much in your benefit, right? Long term. Um, so I, I love your perspective on that and I couldn't agree. I couldn't agree more.